Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God's word. Recorded so God live. To him, birthed the promise in his heart. And then God told Abraham, I'm going to give you a beautiful uh, representation to visualize hope for this promise. Now, the, the promise that he spoke was this. Abraham, you and Sarah are going to have a child. And through this child, the covenant child, your offspring will be many. You, you will have a large inheritance of children on the earth. Well, up to this point, Abraham and Sarah had no children between them. They've been married a long time. And you know what? I think after you've been married so long and you had not had any children and you're really old, you're thinking, you're tempted to think, and I'm sure Abraham was tempted to think, and I'm sure he did think, God, I haven't had one this far. Why and how am I going to have one now? I'm very old. My wife is way past childbearing years. But but God spoke that promise, and he said, look, Abraham, I want you to look up at the stars in the sky. I want you to see the sand on the seashore. He said, if you can even count that, I want you to know that that is the number of your offspring. Can you even count that? See, he gave him a visual to, to build his hope around. I can only imagine him sitting out at night. He pulls up his lawn chair. He didn't have Netflix. Didn't have, you know, the movie channel. So he pulls up his, his chair, and he's sitting under the stars, and he's remembering that promise. And, you know, he knows, he knows, he knows he's old. He knows he hasn't done it. So he's got a beautiful visual. There's the stars God was talking to me about. He said, if I could even count them, then I will try to count them tonight. One, two, three, four. Wait, did I count that one? Three, four, five. Wait a minute. Let me start over. One, two, three. What I'm saying is, night after night, he pondered those stars. He thought about those stars. He walked along the seashore, and as he kicked that sand, and it got between his toes, he was like, wow, God. I'm holding on to this hope. This is my inheritance. This is my offspring. But God, okay, God, I'm just going to focus on the stars and the sand. I'm going to let that fuel my faith, and I'm not going to get stuck, God. I've got things to do. I'm going to keep moving forward. And the Bible says this, that Abraham hoped on in faith. And how did he do that? I love this scripture. It says, because he believed that God had the power to do what he promised. He could hope on against all natural hope because he didn't put that hope in himself. He didn't look at his body, Sarah's body. He didn't look at the fact that he made some mistakes and tried to have this child.
you know, help God out a little bit. Gosh, you know, that can really dash your hopes when you messed up. He wasn't looking at his mess up. He was not considering his own limitations. He said, I'm all hoping and building this visual and keeping my eyes fixed on your power, God. You see, it took the power and the focus off of him and put it where it belongs, on Almighty God. You see, so much we look at our own abilities. We look at our own self. We look at the impossibilities, and and many of them are impossible. Because, see, if God wants to do something in your life, it's going to be something that you can't do on your own. It's impossible. It's big. It's real big. You see, we have to anchor ourselves to hope. We have to feed this hope so it fuels our faith. Did you know when God showed up and he told Abraham, this time next year, you're going to have a child? Because of his hope, because of the faith that he had continued to generate, he continued to move forward. Do you know that the Bible says this about Sarah? It says that Sarah had the strength and the power to conceive because of her faith. You might not want to conceive a child, but because of your hope and because of your faith, you can conceive the things that God wants you to bring forth in your life. And he wants you to do it through his strength, through his power. Take your eyes off of your own limitations and get your eyes on God. Because if it's going to come to pass, it's going to come to pass because of God. He's the one that's going to bring it to pass. You see, God knew. God knew he had an appointed time. He knew that Abraham and Sarah would get disappointed, go through difficulties, try to do things their own way. That's why he gave them the stars and the sand. It's interesting because those were things they could see every single day. They lived under the stars at night, and they walked through the sands during the day. It was an everyday visual Do you have any visuals? Do you have something that you can set up that you see every single day to keep that promise alive in your heart? To create a vision so you can make it through the difficult times so your faith knows where to go, knows where to be directed? You see, many a times our hopes can be dashed. I think about Joseph. He had a dream. Well, God-given dream. His brothers dashed that dream. They tried to anyway. They sold him. Potiphar's wife, when he, when he got to Egypt, falsely accused him. He got thrown in prison. But I have this dream. I have this dream. It took him 17 years. The baker and the cupbearer said, I'll help you when I get out. He forgot him. I can't think of any more things that would really dash my dreams than that. 17 years, the scripture says, when he stood in front of his brothers, he remembered the dream. See, he had built such a vision of hope that it got him through. His faith moved him forward. Hope is to move you forward. Hope so you won't get stuck. Don't get stuck. Create hope. People say, oh, hope. Hope disappoints. Don't, don't get your hopes up. What if it doesn't happen? 
The Bible says this, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. That means hope that's been let go of. You see, let me tell you something. If God's spoken something to you and it keeps coming up, keeps coming up and keeps coming up, that could definitely be a God promise, and you need to start getting visuals and putting that in front of your face every day, wherever you go, to hold on to that promise. Don't let that hope go. You don't want to ever live in regret. Why did I let that hope go? My brother-in-law, Kevin, and my sister-in-law, Lisa, when they got married, they wanted to have a child like any young couple would. So they were all excited about creating a family. Well, as the years went on, nothing happened. Lisa went to the doctor, went through treatments, did everything that she could. Still, nothing happened. Five years went by. Nothing happened. The doctors had said to her, I'm sorry, Lisa, Kevin. You just need to give up hope. You know what? It's impossible. But see, Lisa and Kevin were taught that hope fuels your faith. Lisa and Kevin said, that's not what we're used to hearing. We're used to creating hope for ourselves. That's why we've got scriptures. That's why we've got pictures. That's why we've created this hope. But the doctor said, there's no hope. I'll never forget. One time Lisa and Kevin were having to redo their bathroom, and I was helping her pick out a few of the materials, and she said, well, Victoria, I want to get a bigger sink in my bathroom. She goes, so someday I want to bathe my baby in this sink. Kevin got a sample pair of diapers in the mail. Looked at those diapers, and he opened them up, and it was two diapers. Now, Kevin is a twin. And I don't know if at that time he had told Lisa that his desire was to have twins. Because, I mean, she was just doing her best trying to have one, right? But Kevin came to her and said, look what we got in the mail, Lisa. Let's put these things in front of our eyes because we are going to have babies. Everything that they did was incorporated with this dream and this hope of having children. They didn't lose their hope, but they kept feeding that hope. Against all hope, the medical doctors told them no hope, but they kept feeding that hope. One day, Lisa got a call from a friend. Her name is Nancy Alcorn. She has a, a girl's home. She said, Lisa, have you had your kids yet? Lisa said, no, I haven't had them yet. And she said, well, Lisa, I have a young girl in here who has twin girls. She's about to give birth to. She said, I have this strong, strong desire that I'm supposed to call you and ask you if you would like to adopt these girls. Well, Lisa had never thought about adopting, but Lisa did keep her hope alive. And she fueled and fed that hope, and it fueled her faith. So when the opportunity that God had for her took birth in her heart all of a sudden. She got off the phone. She told Kevin what had just happened. They were in agreement. And guess what? A month later, they picked up their twin girls. Take a look at these beautiful girls. Now, I don't know, Catherine and Caroline, if you ever wore those sample diapers, but I do know that you got babies in that sink because I was there. 
can tell you, you could say, well, that didn't happen the way she thought it was going to happen. Well, Lisa will tell you this. Those twins were birthed out of her heart. She couldn't ask for anything better. There was never something she could ask, think, or imagine. You see, God is a faithful God. He brings the promises to pass. He brings them to pass in his timing and in his way. But it's up to you and I to develop this hope, to create this visual, to fuel our faith. Because when God gets done with us, it's more than we can ask, think, or imagine. I encourage you, keep your hopes up, because hope is from heaven. Amen. Available from New York Times best-selling author Victoria Osteen, her brand new 30-day audience devotional, Embracing Every Day. In this uplifting 30-day audio devotional, you'll be challenged and inspired to start living with greater faith and favor every day. We all desire to enjoy life, to live it to the fullest with purpose and fulfillment, yet sometimes we can experience challenges that rob us of our joy. But God doesn't want us to live worried or concerned about what each day may bring. You can today experience all the wonderful blessings he has for you. Request this brand new resource, something from Victoria. It's a 30-day audio devotional. You'll be inspired and you'll learn how to embrace every day. Request your copy of Embracing Every Day today at joelucene.com slash embracing or call 800-565-0772. We all have things that come against us in life, but the scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. I don't have to tell you, but in difficult times, probably the first thing you lose, you can lose, is your joy. It's just easy to get discouraged. It comes naturally just, you know, to worry, or man, what happened to my house, or how am I going to pay these bills? It's just a natural thing. But I would encourage you more than ever in times of difficulty, you've got to tap into that joy. You've got to keep your joy. It's a choice that we make. The joy is on the inside, but you have to tap into it. I think a lot of times we're waiting for the circumstances to work out. Then I'm going to get my joy back. Then I'm going to have a good attitude. But really, that's backwards. You've got to thank God before the thing changes. You've got to, you know, praise, like I said, precedes the victory. So, you know, I believe it's a decision that we have to make. Yes, God, I could be discouraged, but I know you're still on the throne. I know this is not a surprise to you, so I'm not going to drag around with a victim mentality. I'm going to have a big core mentality. See, sometimes you even have to smile by faith. Everything in you says to be discouraged, you just put on that big old smile. I'm good at it. You smile by faith. And you know what? That sends a message to your whole body. You know what you're saying? Everything's going to be all right. God is still on the throne. Then he's fighting my battle. Listen, if God be for you, who dare be against you? I believe, I've said it a lot, you're not going to just come through the difficulty. You're going to come out of it better. God always makes the enemy pay. Our city's not going to come just through it. Houston's going to come out stronger. Lakewood's going to come out stronger. You're going to come out promoted, healthier, increased to a new level of your destiny. I want to take a, a moment to pray, but let me just remind you of this. God works when there's an attitude of faith. You say, Joel, you're just getting people's hopes up. You can't have faith if you don't first have hope. So I encourage you. The scripture says, if you believe, all things are possible. A very simple thing I'm asking you to do today. 
be a believer and not a doubter. You don't have to figure it out, but Joy, you don't see my home. You don't see my finances. You don't see the medical report. Well, I may not know that, but God didn't say, if you can figure it out, I'll do it. He says, if you believe, all things are possible. So you got to turn that over to God. God, I don't see how I'm going to get back on my feet. God, I don't see how this is going to turn around. Well, that's okay, but God, it's okay to be honest, but then you got to follow it up. But God, I know you have a way where I don't have a way. I know you are, this is not a surprise to you. When you believe, God's going to do amazing things. We're not going to be at the same place next year as we are right now. Get ready to move forward into a new level of God's goodness for your life. Let's take a moment to pray. If there's something you would like for us to agree with you about, we'd love to do it. During this next song, there'll be a prayer partner at the front of your section. Anyone's welcome to come for prayer up top. There's prayer partners there. rest of you, you're welcome to be seated if you like. We'll take a moment to pray. Those of you watching online, listening live on Sirius XM, we're going to be praying for you as well. But thanks for being with us today. I'm 
connected to Kanal Hayat 24 hours a day in the Turkish language, completing the four major languages of the Middle East. With a thought, a dream, could we get the fourth major language and found someone with a channel already on the air, needing some support, needing some help, 
partners, it's really a miracle. Uh, I was contacted by some missions in Scandinavia that asked me, can you start the Turkish TV channel? This place has such historic value. And, and to think that we're standing here today talking about how Christian TV is going to continue stronger, better together. What a great day. Thank you. My Fabulous day. Thank you. The Apostle Paul taught us the gospel of grace and urged us to tailor the message to the audience we're trying to reach. Every day, every hour, every minute, TBN is doing just that by reaching into the hearts of young and old alike. Every generation matters. That's why we invite you to sponsor a full minute of TBN Global Broadcasting. Your minute will be seen all around the world, reaching every generation through 30-plus television networks. For just $168, your support delivers the gospel message to a soul who has yet to hear the life-transforming news of Jesus. Just think, your one minute can lead a lost person to an eternity in heaven. In appreciation for your gracious gift, we'll send you Praying Grace, 55 meditations and prayers for receiving God's unmerited favor. With this new devotional, you'll learn to pray from victory, not for victory, because of Jesus' finished work at the cross. Plus, we'll also send you our exclusive Praying Grace stainless steel tumbler as our way of saying thank you. Or for your gift of 28 56 or $84, we'd love to send you your copy of the Praying Grace devotional, created exclusively for TVN's partners. Your support saves lives. So call or go to Truly Online right now. Every minute matters because every generation matters. You can make a difference. The following paid program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince. If Christ is not risen, guess what? Your faith is vain. You are still in your sin. But the faith that Christ is risen. Hallelujah! And we celebrate this resurrection on this resurrection morning. Is the fact that you, you appear before God as righteous. Jesus was not raised from the dead because he is God's son. That he always is, but that's not the reason God raised him from the dead when you were declared righteous. God. Hi, I'm Pastor Corey J. Coleman. I want to welcome you again to the Potter Test. Thank you so much for watching. You know what? Sometimes I'm just heavy. Sometimes I can go through the day and everything be going well, and all of a sudden things just get heavy. They get they get burdened. I don't know what I'm going to do sometimes. Have you ever felt that way? Well, it's wonderful because, as always, our bishop, my daddy, has a message to help us with the pressure. Help us with the burden. Help us with the things that we carry that are too heavy for us to carry by ourselves. Don't you want to know how to get rid of all this pressure? In my text this morning, we're dealing with the Apostle Paul. He is the epitome of strength. He is a bulwark of faith. 
according to his ministry, he has begun to evangelize the final frontiers of Christianity. Having approached the Jews and then largely rejected him, and even those that accepted the other apostles were beginning to apostatize, he had found a fruitful place of evangelizing the Gentiles. His ministry was booming because they that are not sick don't need a physician. But it was booming in the refuse of human pain. He was flourishing in places of idolatry, bigotry, sexual immorality. His message was well received by broken people who accepted his message but were hard to lead. They followed him on broken legs. And when your followers are crippled, you can feel the weight of every addition that connects with you. Oh, my God. The Apostle Paul was eloquent of speech. He was intellectually fluent. He was intelligent. He was articulate. He was well-spoken. He was respected as a sage in his age. Philosophically astute. He ran around with other thinkers of his era and was respected for his intellectual depth. And yet, in spite of his intellectual depth and his spiritual prowess being so strong that he could stop speaking and walk down the steps and raise a man from the dead and never lose his thought. He's not a whistle. Don't think he's a whistle. He was stoned at Lystra, left for dead. He had been attacked by serpents. He had withstood the jail cells and came out. But he said, I finally came to something that was beyond my weight load. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how tough you are. I don't care how intelligent you are. I don't care how resourceful you are. Sooner or later, you will run into something for which you have not been bringing. On a job, when, when you deal with certain types of pipes and certain types of hoses, they have a PSI rating. It is the pounds per square inch how much pressure that thing can hold. And if you add more pressure than the PSI is on the object, it will burst because of pressure. All of us have been rated for a certain amount of pressure. Oh, you ain't got no Bible for that. Well, why do you keep saying that the Lord won't put more on you than what you can bear? The very fact that there is a limit to what you can bear is an admission that there is a weight load that is too much for you. There is a weight load that is too much. When it is too much, when it is too much, that's when we really want other people to help us with the load. That's when we desperately want somebody to lift this up off of me. And most of the time, we reach out to them because we have pressure beyond our PSI. And when they disappoint us, it is not the agony of living without them. 
it is the agony of going back to a weight load I must bear alone. Might have been how Jesus felt when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Come on and go with me. This is too much for me. Will thou watch with me for one hour? How many of you have ever been disappointed because the people you were counting on to watch with you walked off and left you, holding the bag, and if you wouldn't mind it holding the bag, but the bag was too heavy, and the pressures were too great, and you can't open up to anybody. And I, I defy you to tell me that you're so spiritual you can't relate. Because if you've got spiritual, you've got spiritual from reading the Word of God. And here's a guy who wrote it. If the God who wrote it says life almost killed me, you can't tell me that the guy who read it can say nothing bothers me. If Jesus, who died for your sins, got a weight load so heavy that he paid three disciples to wake up and go through this with me. Fell asleep on him. Then you're not going to tell me that your heart doesn't ache when people fall asleep and leave you carrying weight beyond your weight load. He says, I was pressed above measure. I had more pressure on me than I could count. You'd be surprised at the people in this room who have more pressure on them than they can count. They're smiling. Good morning. Praise the Lord. How are you today? Oh, you look nice and blue. That's a lovely color. I love your tie. And nobody knows that the top of your head is about to come off. Because you are up under pressure. Life is pressure. Age is pressure. Love is pressure. We keep asking for stuff. And stuff is pressure. Oh, I want children, Jesus. Well, if I'm in church and agree with me that I can have a baby, Lord, never understanding that a baby is pressure. I want to be married by the time I'm 30. You want a husband, but you don't realize that having a man is. Are y'all going to talk to me? Don't even get me started. I'm not even going to say nothing about it. I'm just going to leave it alone. I want to be the CEO of the company. Never understand that more power is more pressure. And all of a sudden, without ever stopping to measure, he never measure. It's like me telling my wife I'm tired. We have the funniest conversation because tired is always a shock to me. I'm just not supposed to be tired. I say, honey, I'm tired. And she said, I guess you are. And then she started telling me what all I've been doing. That I didn't realize 
that I was going as much as I was going because when you're a doer, you don't measure. You just do what's got to be done. And you never take an account that you can take it on more and more and more and more without letting things go. I'm just now learning to just say, Because he wasn't coming. And he wrote them a letter to, to adjust their expectations to the reality that even though I'm your leader, I've been going through something. I'm standing in a rendition of the bicycle shop that the Wright Brothers used as a catalyst to build the first airplane. If you give up at this stage, you'll never get to that stage. If you run into an obstacle and say, I don't have what I need, and that must be a sign from God that I'm not supposed to have it, if the Wright Brothers would have done that, you and I would still be riding on the backs of ponies. You may have the idea that the next generation will ride in, but you'll never know if you leave it in the bicycle shop. Turn your dreams into reality with Bishop's new book, Soar, and catch him on his book tour. Join him in North Carolina at Empowerment Conference 2017 in Boiling Springs on October 22nd and in Charlotte at Elevation Church on the 23rd. Then see him in White Creek, Tennessee at Mount Zion Baptist Church October 24th and in San Antonio, Texas at Cornerstone Church October 27th. For more, go to soarbytdjakes.com. <laughs> Other people. 
can I, can I drop some real stuff on you this morning? So the more opulent, effusive, effective somebody is, the more empty they become. See? My Jeep, it, it, it's full of gas right now. My Jeep is full of gas right now. You know why it's full? Nobody drove it this week. The more you drive it, the emptier it gets. If you can drove hard, you're empty. And the problem with you is, you know how to work better than you know how to cry for help. Place where olives grew. Yeah. Yeah. They 
His name means the place of pressing. Under pressure, people you would never forsake you. People you had a right to expect to be there will turn around and get selfish and say, I'm sleeping. So y'all just be sleep over there. You're asleep. All three of them sleep. You're asleep to my crisis. They're asleep to my lead. They're asleep to my circumstances. They're asleep to my humanity. They was awake for my deity, but they're asleep on my humanity. They was awake when I was walking on water, but they're asleep when I really need them. Oh, I'm a preacher saying today. They was awake when I was raising the dead, but when I called them, I felt they are asleep. So I come to the God. And the garden is the place of pressing. And when God gets ready to press on you, He will press on you alone. Take the pressure. That's so great that Jesus had to pray three times. Now, if Jesus had to pray three times, you know good and well you can't deal with this without prayer. Father, if it be thy will, pass this bitter cup from me. Father, if it be thy will, pass this. I just don't want to go through this. I'm tired. I don't want to go through no more. I'm tired. I don't want to hurt anymore. I'm tired. I don't want to be humiliated anymore. They, they, they don't strip me naked. I don't want to go through it. I, they, they're going to crucify me. I don't want to go through it. I've done enough. I heal people. I help people. I don't want to put my pain on public display. I don't want to show them my humanity. I didn't complain when you asked me to show them my deity. But now they're going to strip me and show my humanity. Father, it'll be thy will. Don't let them see that I don't have it all together. Don't let them see that I don't have it all together. And so he was in the garden of Gethsemane. And Gethsemane is the place of pressing. And they call it the place of pressing because it was there that they turned the olives into olive oil. It was there that they crushed the olive to get the oil out. The only way to get the oil out of the olive was to press it. For every person in this room who's ever had anybody fall asleep on them, Who's ever poured more into people than you got back out of them? Who's been working at a deficit? Who's been at your way, burning a candle at both ends, my mother would say. And everybody you thought you could count on has forsaken you. I want you to know that when the pressing is over, the oil is going to flow. There is a glow. There is a glow. There is a glory, there is a glory, there is a glory, there is a glory that comes out of the pressure. There is a power that comes out of the pressure. There is a wisdom that comes up out of the pressure. There is a strength that comes up out of the pressure. There is a deliverance that comes out of the pressure. Peter says, no man cared for my soul. They cared for my tablet. They care for my money. They care for my work ethic or whatever these people care for you for. But do you care 
Be great. Be powerful. Be strong in the power of his might. And more importantly, do not be Have a wonderful day. Peace Do not worry. There's a battle going on. In your mind. The enemy doesn't have to poison you. If he can get you to think the right stuff, you will think yourself to death. Worrying is to rehearse the problem without solution. But you have the ultimate solution and the one who will fight your battles when all hope seems lost. Wherever you run out, that's where he runs in. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive this life-changing four-message series on CD. If you open up and say, I'm out of it, I don't know what to do, I can't fix it, I can't bring it together, I can't handle it, you'll run in and fill up the gap. However, when your gift is $100 or more, you will receive the Do Not Worry series on CD, along with a Do Not Worry journal and mug as our thank you. Because when you say Do Not Worry, it should get a clear an entrepreneur has to be more global. You have to think about things that are not your job and the consequences of your decisions and choices. And so from that perspective, I thought everybody should think like an entrepreneur, whether you have a business or not. Matthew 25:40. Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. When the storm came in, she had to be rescued from her home. And by the time the rescue boat came, the water had already risen to her neck. It's all kinds of emotions that take over. Mostly helpless because it wouldn't stop rain. Many of those people, if they've lost everything that they had. Thank you to all of our GPS partners. With your help, Megacare was able to provide disaster relief for those in need with volunteers, food, and supplies. I got so many good friends and people coming in and helping. We cannot answer Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God has impacted your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Fire Station.
Mm. Oh, stay true for that, too. Choke the dude down. Don't even come out. Yep, yep, yep. Hi, Jerrica. I ain't heard from her in a minute. Um, she all right busy, and I don't know what. Her pastor has now put her on a program. She's going to be speaking again either this week or the following week. Oh, okay. <laughs> he put another word already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know she cussing. <laughs> no, please, she cursed she got a holy speech. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She just picks and chooses who she's going to cuss in front of. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you know, it's so, so nice of her. Mm-hmm. That's the reason, yeah. Mm. All right, you can go ahead and open us up, young man. Okay. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, once again, Lord God, we are civil ourselves together, Lord God, to worship and to praise your holy name. Lord, Lord God, all honor, glory, and blessings belong unto you, Lord God. We give thanks to you, O God, for this day, Lord God, but we give thanks to you, O God, for watching us over us as we step. We give thanks and praise to you, Lord God, for remembering our names and calling us forth to be a part of this day that thou hast created, Lord God. We ask, O Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit would rule over us, Lord God. Lead us and guide us into the place, Lord God, where you could, could sit down and get our attention and we could just listen to you, Lord God, and hear your voice, Lord God, as you speak to us. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will order our steps in your word, O God. Lord God. We ask, O Heavenly Father, that you will cover us and hide us under the shadow of your almighty wings, Lord God. Cover, keep us, protect us, and deliver us, Lord God, from the hands of the enemy, Lord God. We thank you, O Lord God, that you didn't allow the trap of the birds to consume us, Lord God. No pestilence, no disease, Lord God, came upon us, Lord God, and, and consumed our flesh, and we want to thank you for it, O God. Father God, we ask you to renew us, Lord God. Restore us, make us over again, Lord God, for you are the potter and we are the clay, Lord God. Mold and shape and make us into the people that you have called us to be, Lord God. Father God, equip us with the things that you will have for us to make it throughout this world, Lord God, and let us not be selfish in sharing our gifts and our talents to others, Lord God. <laughs> Not the words of the testimonies of the blessings you have given us, Lord God, but let us share with our brothers and sisters, Lord God, who are who yet do not know you, or who those who are uncertain of who you are in their lives. Father God, we ask you to just conduct this call and let your anointing fall upon it, Lord God. Let everyone come on here be blessed, and Lord God, be restored and renewed, Lord God, by the by their minds in their in their walk. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for this man of God. God, who you have given us, Lord God, who to, 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 
to lead this and conduct this call. Father God, we ask you to build him up, Lord God. Give him the power to anoint it on high, Lord God, to speak the words that you have given to him to speak, Lord God. We ask you to loose the bands of his tongue, Lord God, so that he can give utterance and praise to your most holy and righteous name. Father God, even as he prayed, Lord God, we ask that you will hear, Lord God, in the heavens, Lord God. For we already know it's done, so we're going to thank you right now, Lord God. We bless your name. We glorify your name. We lift high your name above the heavens, Lord God, Lord God, because your name is worthy to be praised. We praise you in the name of Jesus, a name above all names, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to even cover those who yet have not confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives, Lord God. We ask you to save them, Lord God, from their destructive past that they're all, Lord God. Come and keep and protect the elders of the elderly of this world, Lord God. Let the wisdom and the knowledge, Lord God, that goes come from you, Lord God, be shared to us as well as to them. Come and keep us protect us throughout this day. Keep our families in perfect peace, Lord God. Watch over this shield and protect them from all dangers seen and unseen. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Rumbles getting to go. Oh, wow. Okay, we're going to start this off early this morning. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Jesus getting to go. Jesus getting to go. Jesus getting to go. Oh Lord, yes. Shandros kiri ruko bakasa. Okay. Ah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Did I tell you about um? Erica's pastor when he preached the following Sunday. When no, we were down no, 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 no. Okay. Um, just kind of. Well, you know, we went down there on a mission, and our mission was to establish some things in the spiritual arena for that church. And the following Sunday, um, after we did our thing, he he ministered, and I could tell that the whole that he was a different man and the way that he ministered, the whole atmosphere was different. And one of the things that he did, he was coming out of the book of Revelations and was talking about the word Lord gives you a stone, a white stone with the na- with a new name on it that nobody knows. And so what he did to symbolize that he wrote different names on a piece of paper and uh on a white sheet of paper and he gave it to Erica and, and the other deacon to pass them out. And so the piece of paper that he gave me or that she gave me had obedience on it. And when I looked at it, I just folded it up and put it in my pocket. I was like, you know what, I ain't playing with you today. And I'm saying all to say this. Um, as soon as I started to minister, to pray right now, the Lord spoke into my heart. He said, because of my obedience, he has now put me on another level. And this is the thing. I ain't going nowhere unless I'm dragging y'all with me. So I'm just letting you know that. 
<laughs> so you getting drugged, young man. So wherever I'm going, you getting drugged after me. So I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so whatever begins to transpire, whatever things begin to manifest, Lord, we just give you the glory because you know it's for our good and for your glory, Lord. Just continue to move in our hearts and our lives. Our situation and circumstance, as you begin the processes that are necessary and needful in order for us to walk this thing out. Ultimately, Father God, it's all about you. Ultimately, Lord, we will not glory. Our flesh will not glory in your presence. It's only the things that we do in the spiritual arena, Father, that will bear any weight. Mm, 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 mm. Ultimately, Daddy God, it's your hand that is upon our lives that keeps us, that covers, that hides, that protects, that strengthens, and that encourages, Lord. So, Father God, since this is what you've decreed over my life, Lord, I also decree over every individual that chooses to come along for the course. So I'm asking you to strengthen, gird, and encourage them. Hold them, Father, so they too can keep the press and going on, Lord. Let them not get discouraged, Father, by the things of life that come to pull them out of position, pull them away from what you would have them to do, Lord. All our destinies, each and every one of our destinies, are formed in your hand. Help us to walk it out to the forms. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what? I was going to be ugly. I was going to be mean. Because I was going to tell you to stop being a punk. You said you was an omega. <laughs> okay? So, but my thing is, roll through. <laughs> but anyway, I am roof roof. And you know we got the dog line, right? So you chain right next to me, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, but look, and that's the, you know what? I was going to be ugly, so I, I, was, I guess I had to hold on to that the part right there. But anyway, <laughs> I guess you know what? But the thing is, when we come on this call, we're expecting the Lord to, to chastise us. Mm. Expecting the Lord to do things, Lord God, that we we that and bring us out of our comfort zone. Mm. Sometimes we get comfortable in where we are, mm-hmm. and when we come on this call and we seek the safe presence of God, we accept His word. That means that Lord, whatever you say, I'm willing to do. So mm-hmm. my thing is, I I'm not going to be mean because the Lord has ordained for us to be on this call. Amen. What, what, 10 years? Uh, at the most, I'm going to give it 10. I'm going to call it 10. It might mm. be even longer. It might mm. be a few less, but when we come on here, we seek the presence of God, so we have to do the will of God. Amen. So I'm not going to pull back. I'm not going to I'm not gonna cuss you out right now. <laughs> okay, Erica. <laughs> she, look. He 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 didn't clean her mouth so I can say, but she came back. <laughs> you know, you know, Peter curse. It don't mean I don't love the Lord no more. <laughs> no less. Right, uh, right, but, right. Uh, but the thing is, yeah, but okay. 
we we there. Obedience, yes, obedience is better than sacrifice. The word yeah, is yeah, you know. So I'm gonna let you roll with that one. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I appreciate your kindness. <laughs> Oh, I appreciate your kindness. Oh, man. Thing called life is an interesting journey. Yes, 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 yes. Every day we, we you don't know which way you're going to go. Nope. Nor do you know what it will be said or brought to your plate. Put a place on your plate. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All I can say, as Pastor Maria would have said, Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hallelujah! Yes, yes, yes. That's right. She's singing it loud and clear now. Giving them the praise. Give them the glory. Letting the anointing just oh, get it up, oh, say, take it. Oh, Father God. I should have go, 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 take it. Just having a praise party. Oh, get it up, oh, say, take it. Oh, Father God. Oh, Children, Daddy God. Love on your children, Daddy God. Oh, Father God, just continue to be God. <laughs> As the anointing covers, keeps, and moves in all of our lives, our hearts, our situations, and our circumstances, Father. Be God, Lord. Be God. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Be God, Father God. We thank you. We praise you. Be God. Be God. Rise up. 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 Rise up, mm, mm, mm. rise up, mm, 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 mm. rise up, rise up, Lord. Yes, 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 Lord. Oh, oh, Lord, stir things up in the atmosphere, Father. <laughs> we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Against principalities and powers, Father. Stir things up in the atmosphere. <laughs> As the presence of the Almighty God moves. Oh, rise up, Holy Spirit. Oh, right 
rise up, Holy Spirit. Come forth. Be God in our lives. Be our friend, our comforter, our lover. Whatever we need, Father, you, I am God. Manifest. Thank you, Father God. As you continue to speak in our lives, Thank you, Daddy God, as you continue to show who we are. Mm. Mm. I can see you right now. No, that's one of mine. Get back. Oh. Hey, no, I, got I got this one. Get your hands off of him. I got this one. Oh. Now, I know what you're getting ready to do, but let me tell you, I got to go. So you need to get back saying, no. And he pushes the enemy back. The enemy sees God rising up inside of and he just begins to back off. Say, I can't get him. I can't get him. He was right up, and God said, no, nah, I'm covering him. That's my child. That's my blood. That's my children, anointed one. <clears throat> he might have messed up. He might have stuck his foot in his mouth. He might have said or done the wrong thing. But you know what? I love him. I'm covering him. So you got to get back. I know what you was intending to do, but you can't come to me because I said no. I am the most high God. Oh, shut up. You can't come to me. You can't come to me. So I said, get behind the scenes because I have planned a purpose for the destiny of this one here to be fulfilled. So get back and move out of the way. Woo! Shut it up. Say it, get it. Wow. Woo! Mm. Thank you, Father God. Mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You're going to start us Yes. No, that's the Holy Spirit starting. Wow. I ain't said nothing. I just came on for the prayer call. Yeah, you said, yeah, you agree. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> who am I? Like, my arm's too, too short to box with God. Well, all right, now. You know? Well, I got to do what he said do. All right, now. Oh, Lord. All right. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Well, I guess I'm woke now. Anybody else want to sing, pray, dance, shout? Is there anyone else on the line? Mm-hmm, never know. They always be creeping in the background. Erica be on the computer trying to get out the house. You know, she be always running late. Well, she she showed my sister because I'm stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for calls trying to find the school number to tell them to open my door. And tell those children to sit down. 
not. Alright, let's chill over here. Alright, well, if nobody else got anything, I guess I'll go ahead and start on with this. Can't do it, can't do it, ain't gonna do it. Oh, I ain't gonna try. 
And so that's that, and that's exactly where the majority of the people sat when he first started. Everybody ran and said, over oh, teacher. It was like a couple of people in other areas, but for the most part, teacher. But as he began to minister and people began to hear from God and truly recognizing what was in them, though they didn't have the title, they were acting in that role, in that office. They began to move and sit and accept the office because they were doing the function of the office. Mm-hmm. So now, man of God, as I minister to you at this moment, the office that has been, and it ain't teaching. I'm going to let you know now. See, see, see that's, what you, that's what you're comfortable with. And you just said something about your comfort zone. <laughs> so, so I'm going to let you know now. And you ain't got to tell me, but what's going to begin to happen is you're going to begin to function in that particular role because of the giftings of God that's going to begin to just bubble up through you. What's going to go to the giftings of God that's just going to begin to rise up, sugar up from your belly, and you begin to move in that role or in that particular office. Father God, I'm going to share that gifting out of the fivefold ministry that you are bestowing upon this young man right now. I'm asking you to begin to stir that gifting of begin to move in that capacity. So he will begin to just flow into it, Lord. He will just begin to flow in the capacity of the office that you've called him to, Lord. So out of the role of the pastor, the evangelist, the prophet, the apostle, he will begin to now flow in that because the teachers are given. The teachers are given, but now there's a new thing. Oh, oh my God. That he will begin to flow and rise up here. Anoint that man of God at this very moment, Father, so he can begin to do that what you called him to do. In Jesus' name, I say amen. And this is when he begins not to talk to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to, you you so know me so very well. <laughs> you know me so very well. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to cut you out earlier. You're pushing the button. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. And I tell you what, when you begin to do it, the first after you begin to do it, you'll stop. Just just send me a text or a call. You can tell me what you want to tell me then. <laughs> and you know what? And look like and, and this is me in my mind. Even when I get ready to open up the Bible, I said, Lord, I'm keep on reading this Bible, keep on reading this Bible. I'm I'm getting a clearer understanding. Standing more and more each time I read it, I read it, I read it, I keep on going. You know, I, and I've completed again. Now I started mm. back again. I'm like, Lord, why do you got me keep doing this same thing? Why, why do you got me keep doing this same thing over and over and over again? And what are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. Uh, it ain't no, uh, 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 hear me what I'm saying now. <laughs> I hear you, brother. <laughs> now, because I, I told you, you I got a whole week coming up that I can be on. And it don't take me but 12 hours to get there. <laughs> hey. 
I'm saying? You know, I'm moving around a lot, bro. I'm moving around a lot. And look, and now that they got price wars going on with the air flights, $55 went away, round trip went to end. It's easy uh, to do. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, shoot. Mm-mm-mm, that's funny. Look, and then I ain't got to worry about no one to sleep because I got family members, several. Oh, okay, you just right, know right. what you need. So, so I, I always got somewhere to lay my head. I, I now, ain't no problem with it. I, I'm gonna find you, brother. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> I'm gonna find you. Lord have mercy. I get these these things down here. Now I passed three accidents on this interstate this morning. I guess the children have they must have gotten their license from Walmart or somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's the third accident. The third one. Father, give us traveling grace and mercy in the name of Jesus. That's how bad as um last week within an hour I had like four funerals. I, I was driving in the neighborhood. There were like four funerals and one was so long, man, I was like, Oh my god. So Yep. Shoot. Coming to work last week, you know how they have those cable things to separate, divide the lines, the the lanes, mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. north and the east of the shoot, one accident. The guy hit the thing, the car was airborne. And oh, wow. flipped in the air. Flipped in the air, ended up on the other side of the interstate, and it blocked all three lanes. I'm talking wow. about the car landed. Wow. When the, when the, when the, when the cops came, because the, the fire truck and none of this came at the time when I was late last week, they just mm. took the sheet and threw it across the thing. Immediate fatality. Wow. You Okay, well, let me finish my list. Just this. <laughs> you got your anointing. Let me go ahead and finish my list with this. <laughs> well, Julia, that's what you might need to do. <laughs> you see, you don't want me to pray for you again? I, mean, I didn't even ask you to pray the first time, but anyway. <laughs> well, all righty. I just, this is okay. No particular. But you do what you do. But you're playing to you. Ain't got no problem with it. Good morning, Arthur. Good morning, accident number four. Hey, Arthur. Congratulations on accepting of your call. I got that love. You know, it was. I was really. It was really funny until you just had to go there. I thought you was my friend, Arthur. I still love you. I love you more now. Just think about it. Just think about it. Out of all your degrees, you have received the ultimate degree. (laughs) Oh, now there you go. There you go. And so so you just going to sit there and say you're a teacher with all of this, then. 
Well, that's the only thing I can see is that I'm a teacher. I'm not a preacher. I'm not an apostle. I ain't none of that. Well, I'm over here. I'm over here cracking up. Oh yeah, that's all I am. I'm a teacher. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You know where to give me back. <laughs> <laughs> you the mess is what you are. Yes, 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 yes. What am I looking for? Oh, you still I mean, if you think, no, if you think you teach, I'm gonna let you hold on to that bless your heart. Well, you know, Pastor Shimon this morning on an early call, he was coming out of Exodus, Exodus 14 chapter, and I forget exactly where he read, and he was talking about as the children was coming out of Egypt, how um, in that midnight season. And I, I had to go back and I had to read that. I got to go back and read that thing there. And he was mm-hmm. talking about how the Lord did mighty thing. He said, but you, you might as well celebrate because the one thing about it, those that travel with you in the night, they ain't going to be able to stand in your presence in the daytime. Oh, Lord Jesus. I said, come on now. Uh, And you know what, and, if, and to be honest, I'm just going to be truthful. That's one of the one things that I've been fearful of and running from. What? Is that the Lord is calling me into a ministry that I'm, I, I really and truly, I'm just through with that. I'm through with it. I just say it's <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm not going to talk about it no more. <laughs> oh. Let me get everything I need. Oh, Lord Jesus, have mercy. Hold one second, please. He a mess. You done made uh-huh. him. You done made him. He, um, I was telling Sam that you was a mess. You done made him admit. <laughs> I've been told, and I'm serious. I know it. That's why like Sam said what he said, and that's why I was laughing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you tell me now. See, I've been told that's all I'm going to say. I said, bless his heart. He didn't say it out of his own mouth. Well, you have to speak the truth. They say it'll set you free. <laughs> <laughs> what you said? They say it'll, it'll make you free. free. It'll make you free. The words you, say it'll make you. It'll did you make know you that, free. Did you know that Adolfo passed? No, no, he didn't. Yeah. When? I think it was Monday. Lord. Was he out? Adolfo huh? um, Griffin. Griffin. Yes, sang with us in New York. Uh, sang with us at Stillman. Light-skinned, heavy-set alpha. Right. I think, okay, he I know you talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, lived in New- he was a minister. Mm-hmm. Mm. Presbyterian minister. Wow. He sure was. What, what happened, Erica? What happened? Erica, or did I lose you all? No, nah, yeah, I don't know where she's at. Oh, he um had a heart attack. Oh, 
Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. They said he had diabetes real bad. Mm. And, uh, you know, they said he went into cardiac arrest. 49. Wow. Mm-hmm. And could not, wow. and they couldn't, they couldn't resuscitate her. I don't know, um, you know, um, I didn't know all that. You know, he and Theo uh, Thomas were best friends. Yeah. And um, I was like, wow. Wow. Uh huh. So James, I'll be calling me in a few minutes. In a day now. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how he gets all the news. Hmm. Lord, some things ain't changed. Huh? I said he's James Arthur. Some things ain't changed. <laughs> You're not lying. Wow. Lord yeah. have mercy. Now was he the one who just came down with um with Tony for the other funeral? Yep. We picked mm. him, me, it was me, Tony, and Marie picked um, Adolfo up to go to Joe's funeral. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which was his line brother. Sure okay. was. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling, um, I was talking to Orlando last night, and I said, you know, I think about, I mean, when I first heard about it, that's the first thing I think about because that's the last time I saw Adolfo. And uh, Orlando said, you know, he said, you never know that, the, you know, when you see somebody, whether or not that's the last time you're going to see them. And um, I said, and I just think about it was four of us on that trip and only two of us still living. And that was just a year and a half ago. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about that. I just wasn't sad. <laughs> Man, that's what I told her. I said, babe, we had a car full. I mean, I told Orlando that. I said, it was a car full of the four of us, only two of us. I said, Jesus. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm. Orlando, he's still living, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Orlando, I talked to him last night. Look, I, I hope she that he was. She said she talked to him. I mean, I know her gift is increasing, but uh. <laughs> look, he gonna have to be at this rate because right, right. it's too much going. going. Uh huh. Look, it's too much going on. Sometimes, sometimes I know I want to tap out spiritually. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, please. <laughs> Wow. I'm like, wait, wait a minute, God, I'm going to tap out just for a moment because I'm going to have to get my parents together. What? Yeah, that's a bit much there. That's a, a whole lot much. Man, no. Yeah. Yeah, so Tony talking about going to the funeral. But he's under the knife probably as we're speaking, so I want you to pray for him. I'm like, man, you can't go nowhere. Mm. <laughs> now, where, where's the funeral going to be at? Probably in New York. That's where he was it's living. home for him. Yeah, Brooklyn is his home. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, Jesus. 
Tony tell me I'm going to the funeral. Tony, your surgery is Wednesday. I'm a grown man. My the I'm going to the funeral. Okay. All right. I'm not going sure, you sure are. All right, amen. Let me go ahead and get my children. They might make me move because I'm out parked in the handicap spot. <laughs> I got my mom and dad at the sticker dog. <laughs> you a man. I'll get with y'all. No I ain't. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's what I said, too. Sharon uh, sent me a message. She was like, Erica. Adolfo, I said, Sharon. Sharon, what? She she sent me a message asking me, you know, if it was true. Mm. I get it, sugar. I get it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Ben, you said, how was Ben? Um, you know. <laughs> he, you know, yeah, I, you know what I'm saying. He's like, I talked to him last night. Um, the thing is, right now, it looks like they might be bringing the body up here to have the services in Chicago rather than everybody going to Atlanta. So, uh, okay. so he just actually he was trying to figure out how to get down there, and then he made a call, and they were just they were telling him that. So, I'll probably talk to him again today. Hmm. <laughs> change the title, and I got other things to do, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I'm going to fight my... Look, look, look. I I can't help but laugh because when you you talking to me the other day and telling me what I need to do and this, that, and the other, and I come to the house and my father throwing up, he's like, you know what, I guess everything I said went out the window, so (laughs) did. <laughs> That's why I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah. Ooh. I ain't even told told you about the latest latest that I I ain't even seen you a text about it, but uh I'll tell you about that often. Okay. Yeah. I I want you to uh I'll pray for Tony. I I'm gonna talk just Low, you know, lonely because um, I'm supposed to have that meeting today. Oh, for your job. Yeah, and uh, just some interesting. Shut up! Wait a minute. Shit. Oh, sorry about that. Some uh, hello. Can you hear me? Mhm. Uh, some interesting new development. And, um, um, you know, of course, still being cautious about it being, you know, the, I guess the, 
I guess the, you know, how, I guess about the status mm. more than anything. You know, that's still, because that was my main or primary issue or concern mm-hmm. about all of this. But um, Sandra, Sandra came and talked to me, and, you know, right. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the thing. I know what you're doing. You're sitting there, wait a minute. You're kind of like my daughter right now where she's beginning to see the strong man. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, now here come these snakes. Sit up yes. there talking to me. And I want you to sit up and have a conversation, but I know that you're a snake. So I know whatever you're doing is just really you You got another motive or agenda. But That's I'm going to sit back and watch. That's it. That's it exactly. Because the same, you know, the same person that prevented me mm-hmm. from advancing the entire mm-hmm. 10 years that I'm here, I've been here, mm-hmm. is the same person who's coming to me communicating all of the true, mm-hmm. viable concerns. Mm-hmm. But while she's talking, while she's talking, she's saying, you know, because um, you have great communication skills, but I kind of asked, you know, what would you actually be doing? Are you just going to be, you know, um, solving, you know, talking to people and solving problems? And I'm trying to figure out why would they put someone with a professional background with your length of time here in that type of position? And I was like, hmm. Is she trying to say communicating with people who are who you know or who you know who are our customer who we serve? Is she trying to say that that's not a professional um, position? Well, you know, if, if she doesn't see it as being such because it's just you know, so, you know, beneath me, you know, beneath her. Right, right. And then she said, and you know, I, I you know, because I think you're very good at. Um, communicating with people, you have excellent people skills, and, you know, you would um, be good at doing PR and things of that nature. And she said, you know, because I thought one of the most appropriate persons of position would be Gertha. Let me let you know that Gertha is her best friend on the job. Mm -hmm. Who is 73 years old. Mm. You look at it. You you wouldn't tell it. She's she's in shape. She's very, you know, decent looking woman. But they have been, you know, compadres since they were. Mm-hmm. We we both been here ten years, and mm-hmm. Gertha has been an aging, you know, dealing with this business for about hmm, probably thirty years plus. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and I'm like, well. You know, now you're, I'm listening to you, you know, my thoughts, I'm listening to you um, promote your on-the-job best friend. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm trying to figure out, so should those same concerns not be valid for your best friend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, that's her best friend, you know, I can manipulate her, get her to do what I want her to do for me. Right, right. Well, she can 
And so I'm thinking, now you're telling me to be careful, be cautious, because, you know, um, all of the attention that goes on this position and you, you know, want to, you know, with your status and you've been here long enough and, you know, this, this, this. And so she said, and another person that I uh, could see doing this would be Elaine. You Oh, you remember Elaine because she was um, over this position. You know, she had um, she was over the center. You know, um, before she transferred. Well, let me remind you, Elaine moved from the center, and she had a stroke this year and retired. Mm. And so I'm looking at the two people who she feels is more appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at where they are in life, their status, and I'm like, so it is something good for somebody who to come out of retirement after having a stroke and mm-hmm. somebody that's 70-plus years old, mm-hmm. but you're telling me to be cautious. I said, oh, son. You, you know, you know what I, you, you need to do for this meeting because this is me. you get everybody there, right? It's just really, it's just going to be Alan and the new director. Not all of them. Now, who, who, the, the new director, is that the one that, okay, the new director, that's the one who got the degrees in counseling and stuff like that, too? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. All right, so whatever you do, make sure that you're able to look him in the face. I have many people in that meeting, so, so I got a feeling that y'all going to be on the same net wavelength. Mm-hmm. So when the stupid stuff and the stuff starts flying, and you're able to see his reaction because he's gonna have some facial reaction, like yeah, right. And he's gonna be, he gonna be checking you, be checking you out, and that way you you all will be able to communicate. That way he's gonna oh okay no no mm-hmm. uh huh right. Mm-hmm. I see that happening. And that, well, and you know, and you're right because um, surprisingly on Monday. Uh, on Monday, he was here, and he had a meeting with Ilma, who's, you know, over budget, mm-hmm. and then he had a meeting with Sandra, you know, and, you know, when Sandra was saying all of this stuff, um, she said to me, she said, well, um, do you, I wonder if Alan had talked to Damon, and I just looked at it, because, you know, you're asking me a question I can't answer. Mm, okay. And she said, well, I don't know how you feel about it. Well, do you mind if I say anything to Damon about it? I said, I'm fine. I said, what I need to be understood, that there is nothing that I've said to you that I said to Alan or Betty that I will not say to Damon. Whatever my questions and concerns are, they are the same whether it be you or anyone else. They're the same across the board. Okay. So um, one thing I do know, whatever decision, you know, is made, um, he's going to be aware of it because he is the director. Mm-hmm. I said, so communication will take place between he and I at some point. Mm-hmm. I said, what I am, I said, I don't, nothing has been written in a stone. Mm-hmm. What I do know is that we're still at the conversation piece. Mm-hmm. It is a discussion at this point. No one has, you know, to my knowledge, it has not been 
you know, determined that this is a fact and that it is, you know, in effect. Mm -hmm. There are some things that I have to be reassured of. I said, so we're still talking about it. And the the last um, I knew is that we're all going to come to the table. It will be a discussion. And that's, where, you know, that's pretty much the summation of what I said. Mm-hmm. And so I said, but if you, you know, she said, well, I'm, you know, after Ilma finishes meeting with him, I'm going to meet with him and, you know, I will mention it to him. Because, you know, the thought was, even on my end, I have to admit, not really sure if Alan had talked to Damon or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and so <laughs> to much to uh, everybody's surprise, Alan had talked to Damon. Mm. And when she went in to talk to him about it, he asked her to meet me. Alan asked Sandra to meet you? No, 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 no. Damon asked Sandra. To meet you. you. Yeah, to make sure that she brings me to him to introduce me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so we haven't had a conversation, but she came to my office and she said, well, um, Damon, you know, wants to meet you. Are you ready? I said, sure, you know. And so I got up from my desk and I went to the conference room. And uh, when I walked in, he immediately, you know, stood up and he said, uh, wait a minute, as I'm walking, because I had to walk to the left, because it's only two doors down from my office, and I'm sure you remember how my office is situated. Mm-hmm. And so as as I'm walking, Sandra's telling me, she said, well, I was telling him how, you know, you allowed us to call you by the wrong name all these years, and, you know, you never corrected us. And I'm trying to figure out what the heck. And so, you know, so, so, um, I'm just listening as she's talking behind me and, you know, the conference room is only two offices, two doors down from my Mm -hmm. office. And so by the time I get to the conference room, um, she introduced us and she said, Damon, this is a recent, he said, hi, he stood up and he said, hi, I remember, um, meeting you briefly at the transportation meeting. And I said, yes. And he said, well, it's good to put a face with a name. Mm-hmm. So that says I've been talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to have to hold my thought for a minute.
Okay. Yep, yep. But, um, you know, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And so, um, the interesting thing about that is once I um, got in there again, like I told you, you know, he said that it was good to put a face with a name. So um, that was an indication to me that my name had come up, you know, for whatever reason. And he said, well, we're looking to, um, you know, we're you know I'm I'm new and because we're looking to you know do uh, review the org chart to see who <clears throat> is responsible for what, and I hear that you you know um, have all of these wonderful skills and these you know, excellent presence with people. And he said, so we're looking, you know, to um, make some changes for the betterment of the, you know, department as a whole. And he said, you know, I don't have, you know, a lot of time to talk with you at the moment, but I would, you know, like to talk to you later and, you know, more in depth. And I, you know, just, Stood there as he talked, and once he finished, I said, "Well, I look forward to our uh, future conversation." And I just left. Mm-hmm. That was it, because he had been here like four hours, three to four hours already, talking mm-hmm. to Sandra and Ilma, and so and she stood there, and she was trying to pay attention to what our, you know, reaction to one another would be. Mm-hmm. And so I said nothing other than hello. Nice to meet you. Right, right. To our future conversation. Right, and so right. The, and so I've taken the stance that um, I'm not going to, you know, be the one. I mean, I'm going to let them talk to me. They approached me. I'm going to let them talk to me. And I'm not going to, I'm going to go in with questions, but I'm not going to go in with a whole lot of different things, you know. Uh, to say, to prove anything. I'm just going to ask the questions, you know, that I have written down. And uh, we just going to take it from there. And so the lady who initially approached me came to, you know, when she saw me yesterday, she said that she wanted to see me before I left and I'm thinking, okay, Lord, you know, I don't, I don't like conflict. I don't like confusion, and I'm going back and forth. And you know, once she approached me, I've actually avoided her. Uh, you know, avoided trying to have a, another um, intimate communication with her because I don't want to get involved involved in all the craziness that can transpire. I'm just going to let the process be what it is. Mm-hmm. And so once I'm, you know, once they bring me in, I'm just going to ask, I'm going to hear what they have to say. I'm going to ask my questions. And if they have questions of me, I'm going to answer those. And that's where I let it stay, you know, let God lead this whole um, thing. And so she asked me yesterday, um, what had they, I thought she was going to say something to me, you know, um, 
but she asked me how were oh, uh, the individuals over here receiving it. And I knew she was talking specifically about Sandra and Gilmer, but she never called a name. And I said, well, you know, it's a typical environment, you know, that I said that I've been accustomed to for 10 years. And she said, well, yeah, um, Alan mentioned to me that they've been trying to give you a difficult time the entire time you've been here. She said, I didn't know that. Good morning. It'll be just a few minutes. Thanks. I don't know what's I haven't it wasn't a bucket, I haven't seen it since the fiasco. Hold on, Sam. Mm-hmm. Well, on her. I'll finish the list. Bike boy, run the position on your back.
Ebony Pearson, Hush go to go switch to go switch to Saga, Hush go switch to go switch to Saga, Hush go switch to go switch to Saga, Saga. Nick Brandon Hollis Samantha, Nick Brandon Hollis Samantha, Marissa DeBarnes and Maya. Joshua Paulus, run, 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 Benny Free, who's gonna go switch to go switch to Saga? Who's gonna switch to Saga? Sakura. Charles Grace, run, run, go switch to go switch to Saga. Run, run, go switch to Saga. Sakura. Mr. Mars, Mike, Nick Van Hansen, Colin Cameron, and Morgan Fry. Anybody else on the list? Who's gonna go switch to go switch to Saga? Who's gonna go switch to go switch to Saga? Saga. Sakura. Okay. Rolling Hospital in the community. Run, run, go see you, go see you, Saga. Run, run, go see you, go see you, Saga. Run, run, go see you, go see you, Saga. Saga, Saga. Watching it. Who's gonna go see you, go see you, go see you, Saga? Who's gonna see you, go see you, Saga? Saga, Saga. My parents. Who's gonna go see you, go see you, go see you, Saga? Run, run, go see you, go see you, Saga. Run, run, go see you, go see you, Saga. Run, run, go see you, go see you, Saga, <laughs>
Wayne Bridges, who's gonna go say she goes to Saga? Who's gonna say she goes to Saga? Saga, Sakra. Manis, who's gonna go say she goes to Saga? Who's gonna say she goes to Saga? Saga, Sakra. Eric Tom, Randy, you're gonna go to Saga, Saga, Sakra. Some say family members, Mitch, who's gonna go say she goes to Saga? Who's gonna say she goes to Saga? Sakra. Manis, the Randy goes to Saga, Saga, Sakra. Wayne Bridges, Mother Pond. You pray for Tony and his surgery. Yes, ma'am. Tony and his surgery. Okay. Marking child the second. Or I need to go say she goes to Shigasaga. Or I should go say she goes to Shisaga. Or I should go say she goes to Shisaga. Sakara. And myself. Or I should go say she goes to Shigasaga. Or I need to go say she goes to Shisaga. Sakara. Sakara. Okay, that's all for me. I don't know. What's up? Bell worshippers. Yellow Grand goes to Shigasaga. Randa Grand goes to Shigasaga. Sakara. The Telegraph School Program. Who's gonna go say she 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 go Yeah, I sure did. I sure did. Mm-hmm. 
If I get a two minute break, that's as long as you get to. Your two minutes is up. <laughs> oh yeah, I know mother mother. Right back at you. Right back at you. I'm John and Morning Show. Okay, well, for sake of time, I'll go ahead and do it because I don't want to hear your grumbling. I just want to get it over with. Oh, what this, man? Dang. The regular one. I done done all mine, so we got the regular ones. Congregation, churches, pre- preachers, and ministries, and all that other stuff. Oh, congregations and churches, uh, pastors, leaders of churches as well. God, I pray that you cover the congregations and churches, God, that their hearts are prepared and their hearts in a proper place to receive the word that you have uh, for them to receive. Also, God, I ask that you touch the ministers, leaders, and pastors of churches, God, that their heart be affixed to you and your word, God, and that they give a word that could be, that they give your word one unfiltered, uh, unchanged, untainted, Lord, that allow it to be uh, uh, planted the way you desire it to be planted. God, I ask that you cover the churches and the leaders of churches, God, and that they begin to just stand firmly on your word without adding anything addition from their own personal will. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Um, prisoners and missionaries, uh, prisoners and missionaries. Jesus name, amen. Um, the season hostess. Sara Hashitin Mihe Shoro Kasho Soho Moho Shara Sire. The Tadamokushi said in the Heshere, the Tedemuke Shara, the Keshi said in the Heshere, Totomukoshata, said in the Keshere, Totomukoshire Setere, in Jesus' name, Amen. Um, abused and addicted. Koshere mehe sara, se tere meke shi sere meke sha sara, sotor muho shara kashi sere, se ke shi sere mehe satara mukoshere, sotor muho shara, se tere meke shire, se tere ke sha satara mukoshara hasi tere, sotor mukoshere si tere hei satara. Jesus name, amen. Um, what else? Unsaved, um, pressure for ministries in the families. 
prayer and ministries and prayer in the families of prayer and ministries. そこしれめけしらさらもこしらはしれせいてれめけしれそうとるもふしらはしれせいてれめけしれさたらもこしれすいてれそうこしらまはしらすいけしれめへるせいてれめけしゃうんそれもふしゃかしせいてれめへすい
Alright, get my shoes on to make sure I get up out of here. Okay. Walking in the realm of the supernatural. Don't y'all just enjoy that one? Alright. <laughs>
back to superhuman strength. Right into the fish, 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 into the Lord of my Billy Prophet is in. Now I was going to stand. Grace, mercy, favor. Renewing by mind, renewing our view. Praying for you. Okay. Can you think of anything? I know you. Uh, don't you good? Well, you know, I I'm so busy trying to write questions and do an email. I, I no, I can't. I'm not even. I don't even know what I'm thinking right now. I can't say I'm not thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the thoughts are. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. Well, my thoughts is this. I'm about to hang up this phone, and I'll send out a text message when it's time to do the reading. Okay, okay. Make some moves. All righty. Okay, don't smoke I'll holler at you later. All right. Bye. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.